Hello and welcome to this week's edition of the CoreCast. I'm your host, Chris Harris. I'm a certified Pilates instructor and personal trainer who has been working with clients of all ages and different levels of fitness for over 17 years. And I want to share with you some of my things that I've learned through the experiences that I've had. In this episode, we're going to talk about the pelvic floor. We're going to discuss the anatomy and its function. We're going to talk about what happens when the pelvic floor muscles become weak, which can lead to pelvic floor dysfunction. We'll take a look at the causes and symptoms in women and men, and the role that Pilates can play in helping to strengthen the muscles in the pelvic floor. Finally, we're going to look at options that are available to treat pelvic floor dysfunction. So let's get started. According to the National Institute of Diabetes and Digestive and Kidney Diseases, or the NIDDK, Pelvic floor dysfunction affects an estimated 10 to 20% of women. Additionally, the International Urogynecological Association reports that up to 50% of women experience some form of pelvic organ prolapse in their lifetime. Incontinence is also a common symptom of pelvic floor dysfunction, affecting approximately 25% of women in the United States. These statistics highlight the importance of raising awareness about the pelvic floor and the need for effective treatment options, such as Pilates, to improve pelvic floor dysfunction and quality of life. Pelvic floor dysfunction can have negative effects on the quality of life for both men and women and is associated with depression, social isolation, anxiety, and reduced quality of life. In order to better understand the pelvic floor, we're going to take a look at its anatomy. Pelvic organs are uh, the bladder, the uterus and vagina in women, prostate in men, rectum and part of the intestines. And those pelvic floor muscles uh, consist of connective tissue that attaches to the bones at the bottom of the pelvis. You can think of it as a hammock that supports the pelvic organs like we talked about just a minute ago. And these muscles are vital because they help stabilize the hips and trunk and especially when you're walking or standing. They also contribute to sexual health function. Also, it helps with the evacuation and storage of urine and stool, as well as providing stability for movement. The pelvic floor is a primary stabilizer for the deep core muscles, and they fired even before your transverse abdominis, those deep core muscles that we talked about in our first episode, what is the core? Good transverse abdominis strength helps to maximize that pelvic floor contraction. And these muscles can become weak and dysfunctional due to many reasons, such as pregnancy, age, menopause, surgery, repeated heavy lifting, prolonged sitting, excessive weight, traumatic injury to the pelvic area like a car accident, or overusing your pelvic muscles, which can lead to poor muscle coordination. Conditions such as endometriosis, irritable bowel syndrome, interstitial cystitis, or habitually restricting bowel movements can also lead to pelvic floor dysfunction. And some of the symptoms of Dysfunction include urinary issues, which are the urge to go or painful when going, constipation or bowel strain, lower back pain, pain in the pelvis, groin, or rectum, or pressure or spasms. Every year, millions of men experience pelvic floor dysfunction. Male urinary dysfunction can involve leaking urine, incontinence, or other bladder and bowel issues. Erectile dysfunction can possibly be due to pelvic muscle tension pain, prostatitis, 
Pelvic floor dysfunction symptoms can resemble prostatitis, and prostatitis is an infection or inflammation of the prostate. The sensitive nature of this topic makes it sometimes challenging to understand, and those who are suffering from it are often reluctant to talk about it. So we're going to discuss how to find the pelvic floor muscles. If you think of stopping the flow of urine while going to the bathroom, doing this successfully means that you have found your pelvic floor muscles. So when you're engaging those pelvic floor muscles, it's important to remember that these muscles span the distance across the bottom of your pelvis. So if you're contracting only the muscles that control the flow of urine, but not the rectal muscles, you're not fully contracting your pelvic floor. Research has shown that engaging the transverse abdominis and obliques at the same time will help to deepen the pelvic floor muscle engagement. Also, engaging the pelvic floor muscles may contribute to a stronger abdominal contraction, and this is especially true in Pilates, Pilates exercises. One of the most talked about pelvic floor exercises is the Kegel. And the Kegel was developed by a gynecologist named Arnold Henry Kegel in the 1940s and 50s. He invented the perineometer, which is an instrument for measuring the strength of voluntary contractions of the pelvic floor muscles. He's widely known for the pelvic floor exercises that carry his name, and they involve repetitive contractions of the pelvic floor tissues. Kegels may be beneficial for some individuals, but for some it, it can increase tension and dysfunction. So a trained pelvic health uh, physical therapist or professional is probably the best resource for assessing the appropriate intervention. You can try the Kegel exercise to activate those pelvic floor muscles by lying down with your knees bent and feet flat on the floor. You're going to take a nice big breath in, inhaling, and then as you exhale, gently draw in your lower ab muscles and squeeze the muscles around your urethra like you're trying to stop gas or urine. Holding for two seconds and then let everything go. You should feel the pelvic floor muscles release and drop. Pilates is a great way to coordinate breath with movement and help increase awareness. So we're going to talk a little bit more about Pilates and how it helps the pelvic floor. In Pilates, the pelvic floor muscles are used as natural muscular support for movement. The degree of pelvic floor engagement should be balanced with the amount of exertion that you need to perform the Pilates exercises that you're doing. Finding those pelvic floor muscles is important during exercises and in everyday life in order to provide that stability and support to the pelvis. A couple of examples that you can use to visualize the activation of the pelvic floor during Pilates exercises are to think of bringing those sits bones together and up. Or another image is to think of drawing a fountain of energy up from the base of the pelvis out through the top of the head. And what this imagery does is it describes a connection between the in and up actions with other core muscles, as well as increasing the awareness of the body's midline. There isn't a particular Pilates exercise that's just for the pelvic floor muscles. Rather, you want to think about using those muscles to support your alignment and movement throughout your workout. Two exercises that we're going to talk about are ones that you may want to try uh, that involve the pelvic floor. Uh, one is called the shoulder bridge and the other one is the bird dog. So your shoulder bridge is a Pilates exercise that strengthens your core and glutes and in turn supports your pelvic floor muscles through the activation. You're going to lie on your back with your knees bent and your feet flat on the floor, about hip width distance apart. Your arms will rest by your sides with your palms facing down. You're going to think about engaging the glutes and lifting up the pelvic floor as you raise your bottom off the ground, making sure to keep your spine long and aligned. At the top of the movement, you're going to hold for 5 to 10 seconds, squeezing your glutes and contracting your pelvic floor. 
and then you're going to lower the body back down slowly on an exhale and starting from top of the spine resting your glutes onto the floor last so you're just going to roll down with that nice deep breath repeating for 10 to 15 reps two to three sets if you can with a rest in between another exercise is the bird dog it is also a core strengthening exercise that targets your glutes and thighs as a stability exercise your pelvic floor muscles are engaged throughout the movement. So on this one, you're going to start on all fours with your shoulders and wrist, hips and knees aligned, and your spine in neutral. Try to release any tension in your shoulders as you raise your right arm out in front with your elbow in line with your ear and your left leg straight back, making sure your hips stay parallel to the floor. Hold this position for a few seconds with your neck long and your gaze on the ground before lowering your arm and leg back down to the starting position. Repeating this for eight to 10 reps on one side before switching to the other. Two to three sets total if you can. Treatment for pelvic floor dysfunction is kind of varied here. Normally our bodies will tighten and relax the pelvic floor muscles when you go to the bathroom. If you have that pelvic floor dysfunction, those muscles don't fire correctly. So pelvic floor dysfunction can be treated in, in a couple of different ways, including biofeedback, which is the most common treatment Done with a physical therapist, it helps over 75% of people with pelvic floor dysfunction. Also, there's pelvic floor physical therapy, which can be done at the same time as biofeedback therapy, and the therapist will determine which muscles in the lower back, pelvis, and pelvic floor are tight and teach you exercises to stretch those muscles to improve their coordination. Medications are another way. Medications that keep bowel movement soft and regular are important for treating pelvic floor dysfunction. Some medications such as over-the-counter stool softener may be helpful, but consulting your doctor for their advice is recommended. Relaxation techniques such as meditation, yoga, warm baths, and acupuncture are another way of just helping to uh, help that pelvic floor with the uh, relaxation. It's a good idea always to consult a Pilates-based physical therapist or a PT who specializes in pelvic floor to ensure that you're contracting that pelvic floor correctly and establishing a safe foundation of movement. And there are exercises as well that can strengthen and relax the pelvic floor muscles and bring them back into balance. So they have that knowledge to be able to make those recommendations. It's also beneficial for a trained Pilates instructor or physical therapist to be able to assist uh, in increasing awareness of posture and being able to maintain that healthy lumbar curve and neutral pelvic position to keep that optimal uh, pelvic floor positioning as well. Breathing, as we talked about in some of our earlier ex episodes, plays a very important role in imp improving pelvic floor health. It's important to ensure that individuals don't hold their breath during abdominal exercises because it increases intra-abdominal pressure, which can overload the pelvic floor muscles. Pelvic floor dysfunction isn't treated with surgery due to the fact that it's an issue with the muscles. In rare occasions where physical therapy and biofeedback don't work, your medical provider may recommend that you see a pain injection specialist that can administer trigger point injections that send a numbing and relaxing medication into the muscles. Pelvic floor dysfunction symptoms like overactive bladder are typically stay or worsen if untreated. And most pelvic floor dysfunction is treatable. Early treatment can help improve your quality of life and help with the inconvenient and uncomfortable symptoms. Your pelvic floor health is vital to your overall well-being and quality of life. 
knowing how the pelvic floor functions and how to strengthen the muscles with exercises like Pilates and some of the physical therapy exercises that can be recommended can help reduce the chance of developing that pelvic floor dysfunction. And the focus on proper alignment, breathing techniques, and engaging the right muscles make it a highly effective way to strengthen your pelvic floor muscles and improve your overall core stability. We talked about having the ways to treat pelvic floor dysfunction, including biofeedback, uh, pelvic floor physical therapy, and relaxation techniques, including meditation, which can help improve those symptoms and enhance your overall quality of life. It's really important to make sure that you work with a qualified instructor or a physical therapist who can guide you through the appropriate exercises and make modifications for your individual needs. Pilates is such a great alternative to help build and maintain the pelvic floor strength. And with consistent practice and patience, you can reap the many benefits of Pilates for a strong pelvic floor. I want to thank you for joining me for this episode about Pilates and the pelvic floor. Join me next week for another episode of the CoreCast. Follow me on the platform of your choice on YouTube or the CoreCast channel for podcasts or Core Fitness AZ for great resources and information about Pilates. And that's Core with a K. Uh, My website, www.core-fit.com, has some really good uh, resources about exercise, some exercise videos, great blogs, uh, and and more. So you can find us uh, also on on Core Fitness AZ on Instagram. That's core underscore fitness underscore AZ on Instagram. And please like and subscribe uh, to my YouTube channel or follow me on Instagram. And like I said, check out that website for more great resources and information. I look forward to speaking with you next week. See you soon.